It's time. It's time for a new squat pod. Yeah, I have no intro yet, so I just kind of have to drop it on you. So whatever you're doing, just like continue doing it. If you're at work, I feel you, bro. If you're at the beach, you're taking me to the beach, you know, mahalo. I don't know what that means, but it's a good beach vibe. And if you're listening in the car with your kids, that's cool because we're a kid-friendly pod. We don't we don't cuss and say bad things on this pod. So you can take Troy Dog anywhere when you want to listen to a podcast. So I appreciate the listens. Um, these uh, pods are, are gaining fans, surprisingly. And uh, I appreciate you guys. So let's keep it keep it going. We can keep, uh, keep Troy Dog afloat. I also write for Verbmoto full-time. Uh, pretty much have a piece of content up on the website once a day. Um, so read that and uh, let me know what you think. All right, so... Today on the squad pod, we have the Guts Racing Power Rankings. We have Freddie Noren, Hep Suzuki, teammate of mine. And with the new squad update, we're going to check in with Ashton Bloxham. And the uh, squad pod is proud to announce that we have a one-time only sponsor, I guess. So the squad update is going to be brought to you by Bloxham Construction today. So I'm pumped on that. I do want to say that there will be no show next week. Um, Troy Dog has to go on vacation. You know, Troy Dog got to go to that beach and, you know, listen to some Rick Ross and vibe out with the kids. And Ginger Dog, of course, she'll be there. It's, it's awesome when uh, we get to go out as a family because we're always so busy. But it'll be fun. So no content for me next week. And that means no power rankings probably. Maybe so. We are driving, so maybe Ginger Dog will be writing on the way down. But with our crew, you never know. So if we do anything, it'll be power rankings. But if not, we'll see you in like two weeks. And you'll survive, I promise. Um, Another piece of news that I want to drop is that Ginger Dog and I are headed to Iron Man. I submitted our passes yesterday, and um, we'll be doing some uh, vlogging. And some content from the race. So I'm looking forward to that. I love Ironman. It's my uh, second home track. Redbud's first, of course. But uh, we're going we're gonna to go out and we're going to camp out the night before and just have a good time. Now, I want you guys to email me some vlog content that you want to see. We have an idea. We have, you might hear it later on. But what do you guys want to see in the vlog? This year we did stuff with Trey Kennard. We did, what else did we do? We did something to Andy. Oh yeah, I was Troy Dog Welton for the day. I took over his locker and everything, and then Kenny won that night, and it was all because of me. So, whatever you guys want to see, I'll pretty much do. Like, I'm just down to have fun, do things no one has done before, and um, yeah, who else would you want to see do this stuff? Me. Like, I'll do it. I'll just do it. I'll jump into a pee pool. I'm not scared. And um, so just email me, Troy at verbmotor.com, and let me know what you want to see. All right. Let's get into the Guts Racing Power Rankings. We do these every week. You know the rundown. I'm going to do my top five, just because it'll take too long if we do ten. For 33 years, Guts Racing has prided themselves on being the innovators in seat technology. If you're looking for a comfortable and stylish place to park your rear end on your dirt bike, then look no further. Guts carries an extensive product line of seat covers and foam, no matter what you ride. 
Use the promo code VERB20 at checkout to save on your order. Basically, just hit up Andy and everybody over at Guts Racing and and just buy everything they have in stock. Just buy it all. Have your friends buy it all. And then they can just retire and be rich. Like, that's what you want. But they can still sponsor everything because they're awesome. You know? So just, just buy everything. Tell them Troy Dog sent you. Verb 20 at checkout. Save you some money. Awesome. All right. Let's do this thing. So Southwick. Yeah, I've never been to Southwick. I've always wanted to. Back in 2018, me and Ginger Dog were going to plan a trip there, but it fell through. And this week, I had to put John Dowd at number one. You know, it's Junkyard Dog. He's the original dog. I mean, I remember growing up in the 90s, and this dude's like 40 years old in the 90s. And he's winning and doing awesome and battling factory riders when he's not a factory guy. He's a Southwick legend. He's awesome. My favorite John Dowd memory was from 09. Remember that weird day when Reed crashed out and Matt Gerke won the overall? Well, in Moto 2, Dowdy was catching up to uh, Gerke at one point. I remember watching with my dad and we're like, this guy's really going to catch Matt Gerke and win the Moto. And the, pla- the place was going crazy. We were watching it on TV. And I'll just never forget that moment of excitement, thinking that John Dowd was going to win a Moto at the ripe old age of, what was he then, like 75? Yeah. He didn't actually catch him, but I think he got third overall that day. It was wet. It was muddy. Or wet and sandy, I guess. But it was awesome. So, Junkyard Dog, number one. Number two. I had to put Deegs in there. Deegs. Hayden Deegan. The new points leader of the 250 class. Who These rankings were made before the weekend, so it was based off his Red Bud performance and the way he took his first overall win. So he's just been trending up. I'm very impressed with what we're seeing out of him. Just last year, he won the Red Bud Combine, and now he's winning the overall there. Like, talk about growth. So Deegan is on a roll, and he is now the Red Plate holder heading into Millville. And uh, he is a serious serious shot at this title and um, I'm looking forward to see how how it pans out number three I got the chef Levi Kitchen you know he won a moto the second moto at Red Bud I'll put him on the list I'll use his picture or vice versa and he's just never happy he wants to be number one and he wants his picture on the power rankings every week and I can't do that so he gives me a hard time for that and uh, I just, he's number three this week, and because of that reason, I want to give him a hard time back. You know, you can't just come at me and expect me to not do something in return. So, you're number three this week, Levi, and uh, you would be number one, but, you know, sorry, you're number three. But good job winning the second moto, that was awesome. Number four was the Summer Slam, the... Verb Moto Summer Slam at Lincoln Trail. Stop of it was a stop of the shred tour. We had wrestling, we had dirt bikes, we had hot dogs. We had no Troy Dog, I wasn't there. Um Slaw Dog wasn't there, thank goodness. Um Bird Dog held it down for everybody and it was a good time. Everyone had a fun and that's what it's all about. Just riding dirt bikes and having fun, watching some wrestling randomly, you know. What more could you want? Number five, Justin Cooper. 
Coop, he's back in this title fight. And uh, I really didn't see that coming. You know, sitting out high point with his handlebars to his neck. Sitting in the hospital. I thought he was out for at least four rounds or so. Maybe even longer. But he came back. And, uh, you know, now he's in the title fight after a successful Southwick. He definitely gave up some positions on Saturday at the Wick. Um, sometimes late in the moto. But, you know... He's out. He's only two, 22 points down, and that's after missing two motos. So he would have been the points leader had he not missed those motos. So that was awesome. I love to see him come back like that, and the fight in him is, is pretty cool. So I love to see it. And uh, honorable mention this week, I don't normally do this, but Bryce Shelley. I did a story on him. It's on Verb right now. It came out yesterday. Like, I, I've never heard of him. I've never heard of this dude. But I found out he's 19 years old, and he came out at Redbud and got 11th overall in the 450 class. You can say what you want about the 450 class and how it's not as stacked and ah, la, la, all that stuff. But look at the names in the list right now. Who are we missing? We're missing some Husky riders, Barsha, Tomac. That's pretty much it. I mean, Webb, Webb's now out, but... You know, that that's impressive no matter who you are to finish 11th overall in the 450 class, especially at your second national ever. So he's 19, he's from Pennsylvania, but he's uh, he's gearing up for Loretta's right now, so we won't see him until the last three after Loretta's. So look for him in the 250 Pro Sport and Open Pro Sport classes. Um, Bryce Shelley, I think he's going to open some eyes uh, at the tail end of this year. So that's a cool story. And that's, that's it. That's the power rankings. And now it's time for our first guest. It's uh, Fast Freddie Noren. So enjoy that, and uh, we'll meet you right back. All right, on the phone, I have a very special guest. He's my teammate at Hep Suzuki. It's Fast Freddie Noren. What's up, man? Hey, what's happening? Thank you for uh, having me on. I, I, uh, I enjoy doing this. Yeah, thanks for being on. You know, you're, you're my teammate over at Hep, so it's, it's special. Oh. Oh yeah, factory teammate buddies. So it's it's good. Yeah, buddies. Yeah, and and do you think since um since Welton's been out, you think I'll get the call up this weekend or? Uh, you know, um, there's a possibility of that. You know, unfortunately, Marshall is injured. Right. It's a bummer. He twisted his knee at, at Thunder Valley. Uh, re-injured, I should say, because he had an injury for that already. I don't know. You know, uh, we got Chiz as well. True. Um, so, um, you know, there is uh, a possibility of three bikes because we've done it before. So maybe, maybe keep, you know, keep keep your phone on you. Who knows? Maybe the pipes will call you up. I've been waiting, man. It's been, it's feel like it's my moment. And, you know, you and Chiz, that's just the dream team right now. Yeah, you, you yeah, for sure. No, it would be a good time. <laughs> we got lockers up there, you know? Yeah, I don't know if you saw, but I actually kicked Marshall out of his at Indy. So, oh really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't so. checked, but all right. Yeah, that's my locker, so I had to take it. But um, man, so you've been having a good season, and you know, at at South or at Redbud, I don't know if you know this, but you tied your career best for the fifth time, seventh overall. Did you know that? Really? I thought I, I actually I thought I've had a sixth before because I went actually because Chase, our media guy at uh, at the team, um. He asked me as well, like, "Hey, is this like your career best?" And I'm like, "Ah, uh, I don't, I don't think so." And I went to the vault, 
And I believe I've had a sixth overall, but I could be totally wrong. Seventh, though, I'm pumped on that, though. Yeah, uh, it was good. I was happy with seventh overall at Redbud, and I kind of feel like that's where I should be, um, you know, mentally uh, and physically. Like, I have the capabilities to be there. I feel like I should be there, and then I do have the equipment as well. Uh, we've been playing around quite a bit, you know, with settings, etc. We made some major changes uh uh, coming into Southwick as well. So we're just keeping, keep developing, uh, that as well. But, but yeah, no, Red Bull was a good weekend. You also jumped in the pool and I don't know if you know this, but I did last year. Did, did you have any idea of that? <laughs> no, no, I did not. Okay. Not, after this call, I'm going to have to go look it up, check it out. Yeah. It was on the, uh, the racer X twisted T, uh, post race show. Yeah. So I didn't know if you guys planned that because I got tagged in the reel after the race. But that, that's so funny. No, so I came back from the second moto, and uh, do you know Jesse at Fly Racing? I don't think I know Jesse. Yeah, so he's the rider rep, long hair, you know, rock rock dude. Uh, you probably if you see him, you probably recognize him. But yeah. um, anyways, he's like, "Hey, you should jump in the pool with all your gear." And at first, I was like, "Nah." Because it gets obviously have to travel with the gear home and wash it and whatnot, and then I'm like, screw it, let's just jump in the pool. So it was his idea, uh, and I did enjoy it. <laughs> I would, I would definitely redo it again to put it that way. So it was, it was a good time. But no, um, obviously Chase runs the the HAP social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously remembers you doing it, so that's good. But yeah. uh, at that moment, I did not. So it's like a tradition now. Like one of us has to do it every year at Redbud. I think. I think that's actually not a bad thing because it's always normally pretty hot right there or yes. at Redbud. And, uh, I mean, it's it's nice to jump in the pool, I'm actually, especially a cold one. I'm actually really upset, though, because uh, if you look back last year and to what you jumped in, like, you had some water imported from, like, the, the, the Swiss Alps or something, man, because I had Marshall Welton's, like, I don't know what was in there, man. And it, it, it was... <laughs> It's just brown. I don't know what was in it, but oh boy! Well, I will say that was the first time I had anyone had gone in it was when I jumped in it right okay. there because I didn't go in it. No, I take that back. I did go in it uh, after moto number one, but I took all my gear and everything off, so no one had really been in in the pool, and it was only me racing that weekend. So it was semi clean to put it that way. Yeah, it was super clean. So I'm pretty upset, and uh, we'll have to get that sort it out well, if we do that again we'll get some fresh water for you next year thank you thanks make that happen um yeah that's i figured you had no idea and i just wanted to bring that up because i don't know for the 12 people that that follow my stuff it was a pretty big deal and and you carried the tradition on so i'm, I'm thankful for that you're welcome okay. I, <laughs> appreciate I didn't it. know but i'm happy that it made uh we we keep a tradition going now yeah yeah i mean honestly you've had You've been racing here since 2010, you know, and it's 2011, just, actually. I, you're getting me with these stats, man. I looked it up. I, I did my background information on you. I, well, I did my race, motocross nations in Colorado in 2010. But, so I did do that, but that then I came, I came uh, to train for three weeks in the spring uh, of 2010 as well. But my actual like first racing year, uh, I did the outdoors in 2011 the whole yeah that's when okay anyway it was a long time ago right now we're we're, sorry (laughs) you're 12 you know 13 here when you just keep 
grinding away and it's, it's impressive to, to look at and you get like you were with the the mad parts kawasaki team in supercross and then it seemed like you guys had the best weekends like i was following along and you guys were just hyping each other up just having a good time what was the environment like riding for uh, bubba Pauly and his team yeah um yeah like you said i've been here a long time and um, I just love racing. I, you know, if I can do it, you know, provide for my family and make a living doing it, I'm a, I love it. I'm gonna keep doing it. So, uh, but yeah, so obviously racing for Bubba this this Supercross season, and that was the first time I've worked with Bubba previously, or worked with Bubba. I've spoken to previously, but nothing's ever really happened um, up until this point. But yeah, no, it was a good time. Bubba's a really good dude. Um, he actually runs a really solid program. So. I was uh, I was pumped being with them guys. I did have my best 450 Supercross season uh, of my career uh, this year. So you know, all in all, it was it was um, it's been a really good year. And then now with a Twisted Two Suzuki team for outdoors, uh, sitting eighth in points. So I'm I'm stoked with how the season is going so far. And you know, obviously, I could get injured at any time. But right now, I'm healthy and I'm had a, a pretty healthy year obviously we're all dealing with something at some point but overall it's been a pretty solid year yeah when did you get the call that you were gonna ride for hip so last fall uh, i did world supercross for them mm-hmm. uh, last fall those two rounds so i we started talking then already um a little bit about coming into this year but i had also already spoken to bubba for quite some time at that point and um i was really far along with bubba and you know that was a really good fit um but we kept the connection or relationship with with uh with um hep during during supercross and everything and we got pretty much the deal done at atlanta supercross um i didn't sign during atlanta but it was like we were everyone agreed to all the terms and everything so it had been going on for quite some time it wasn't like a last minute thing necessarily for me doing outdoors for them um so it had been brewing for a while and and um as you know bubba is also just a supercross team so everything worked out really well um i've enjoyed both places a lot so it's it's good yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, you were right. The six overall was at Unadilla in sixteen. Yes. Uh, yeah. Six, so now I'm, this weekend I'm gonna try to better it. Six six. That, six six for six. That was factory Honda. That was factory Honda days. Yeah. Yeah. I actually remember that that race. That was my last race uh, with factory Honda. I think. Dude, man, you beat Pike Maybe, Wilson, no, actually. Phil. Brayton, Chiz, you beat them all. Yeah, well, try to keep keep yeah. that going for for the last few rounds now. Maybe I'll. The plan is to beat and have a new overall this year, and also the goal is to have a better moto score as well. So, true, working on it. You're just getting better and better, and that's what I was kind of getting at with with um you, you racing here. So like you're just seems you just keep grinding away and like what. You just kind of touched on it there, but what goals do you still like want to achieve? Um, 
Yeah, so <clears throat> I think the reason why for me I'm getting better is I'm also getting a lot more knowledge. I kind of know what I like and don't like and know what to do and not to do in a sense. Obviously, I'm still learning and growing, and it, it can always get better. Um, but, um, man, I spun myself around right there. What was the question you asked for? Just, you know, how, how long do you want to continue to uh, race there, for, and, and what goals do you still have to achieve? There you go. That was... That's what you asked. I served um, it up nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I feel like I'm still progressing in Supercross. Obviously, this year I had the best best 450 season of my career. So I just want to continue growing with that, getting better at Supercross. I don't necessarily have a placement goal mm-hmm. necessarily. I want to be better every year. Uh, and I want to have – I do want to have a 10th a, a or better at least a few or – you know, finish uh, good in points. I've been 11th. It's my best 450 main. So definitely want to do that. And then as far as outdoors goes, um, I want to have a a moto podium. You know, it doesn't need to be an overall podium, but like I've been fourth. I was fourth in 2020 uh, in a moto. Um, so I really would like to have a moto podium before my career is over in, in outdoors. And uh just race well as well um, every weekend and, and keep learning as well. Um, and then finish good, good in points. I've eighth overall is my best placement in, in an outdoor championship uh, as far as the whole standing. So it'd be cool to get up there, have top five possibly, but really the main goal for outdoors with me um, is I'd like to be on the, on the box. So that would be pretty cool. That would be cool. Yeah. And, and, you know, you come off a, around, like, Southwick, where it's just absolutely brutal. The track is crazy. It's it's wicked hot out. You like that wicked reference for the Northeast? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Anyway, <laughs> it's wicked hot. You got Millville coming up. You're in the heart of summer now. Um, now that now that you're older, what's that like to, to prepare for the next round, knowing that you are in the heat of battle right now? Um, you know, it's For me, it's... You know, creating a routine, I think, is huge. I think that's a big thing just in life in general. So, like, I pretty much don't do anything different than I would uh, for any of the other rounds, whether it's hot or not hot. Um, you know, riding, I, I ride Tuesday and Wednesdays at Club MX. That way it gives me some time to recover uh, going into the weekends. And um, and as far as the food, I pretty much just eat the same food, <laughs> all the time uh even when i'm home it's very very similar playing uh just for the energy part and then i just continue my training pretty much the same during the season i changed it during off season but during the season it's pretty much the same um and then just stay on the, the hydration part um and then you know i have a few supplements to take as far as hydration goes but other than that you know i don't i don't really do anything different for a hot race weekend uh compared to the other weekends uh, i think for me uh the way my body works best is is if i have a routine so i kind of just try to keep it keep it the same you just like to suffer so what now the supper no you just like to suffer like suffer yeah. oh, <laughs> i'm like supper yeah like, like supper. food <laughs> uh yeah no it's i do there's there's something um I wouldn't say fun necessarily, but there's something rewarding with suffering outdoors. 
you know, it's not fun during the moment, but when you suffer and then you do well, um, it really, I don't know, it's kind of a cool feeling, I guess, to put it that way. What's your What's your favorite track on the circuit? Ooh, favorite track. Dude, there's so many good tracks here. Um, it's going to be, for sure, an East Coast track. Um, man, put me on the spot. You know, Millville is it's pretty ding-dang good. I've had some really good results at Washougal, which is a totally different type of dirt. Uh, but I do like Washougal, kind of the area, and how it's in the trees and whatnot. But as far as a fun, sick track i would say uh unadilla it's probably the the funnest one because you got some pretty sick jumps you get some gnarly it's, has some high speed sections and some slower speed sections but he has some pretty cool jumps so that's a that's a pretty cool track that is cool and i i know you're such a fan favorite i heard at uh red buddy you're just the, one of the only ones just like throwing whips and press day and fans were loving it so <laughs> they, they they got me all pumped up yeah you know it's it's press day so it's like i don't care about trying to go fast necessarily and uh you know the leap is just a cool jump so i was trying to to toss it out a little bit and the crowd got going so then i'm like now i can't stop now i gotta keep going <laughs> so that's really all i focus was my focus was just those two jumps pretty much was the leap and then the tabletop after that was that was pretty much my whole press day right there i will but say it was a good time I will say I've been there, you know, I grew up kind of going there as a kid and, and just the guys who would do that in practice, you'd go up because you'd be racing amateur day and then they'd stop and do the, the press day and you'd be all amped up. And then whoever's thrown it sideways, it was just, it made your day. So you probably made so many people's days doing that. Hopefully I did yeah. have like a lot of people come on, on Saturday, like on race day, like say, Oh, that was sick. And I, yeah. I was pretty pumped from that. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's awesome. That's that's why I'm actually really excited about Unadilla as well because you got that uh, sky shot tabletop you can kind of crank her out too so that would be fun. That is true. Yeah, everybody get, throws it off that in practice now. It's like a, a tradition, you know. Oh yeah, I mean you got a good run up to it. It's a pretty long jump, a long landing. Most of the times so it has a good takeoff. It just gets you up to to throw it out, and you got the crowd right there on the right, so you can try to look over a little bit. It's pretty neat. I have a, this is like one of the biggest questions I have because I don't, I don't get it. Like, you're so nice. Why are you the nicest rider I've ever talked to? Like you could be, you're a top 10 rider. You could be just the big, like the biggest, meanest person to everybody. And you're just not, you ask me how my day is and no one does that, you know? So why are you so nice? Uh, shoot. Uh, well, I don't know, man. We're we're all the same, really. Uh, we I put my pants on the same way you put your pants on, and uh, sure, I might be fast on the dirt bike, but that's that's really it. I, I'm I'm still just a normal human being, and uh, you know, the Lord's blessed me with a lot of things, and you know, it's it's hard to not be happy in in life. You know, there's there's so many good things, and uh, it's fun. You know, like you're uh, wanting to do this podcast with me, so mm-hmm. I appreciate that. It's uh, it's just it's just a good time. So uh, I don't know. I'd rather be happy than upset. So it's nice people. It's nice to make people happy. If people are ha- nice to me. I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, you are. Like you, uh, I'll ask you for anything. You just get right back to me. You're always like, I'm ready. This is what time works for me, and then we we make it work. So it's it's nice. It's always it's like, what's Troy Dog doing? It's not 
how is Troy Dog? You know, it's just always, you know. Well, thank you. I I appreciate that. That's that's a nice comment. So that that made my day. This is not a normal podcast. If you haven't realized that, it's just kind of whatever I feel like talking about with you. So that's hey, that's 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 good. I like that. People will probably like that too. It's kind of more real. So I'm it's thinking all about dirt bikes. So that's what I'm thinking. And okay, so. Are you going to stay here in America when your next chapter of racing's over? Like, have you decided what you're, that's starting to look like? I know you're still racing, but you put some thought into it. Um, yeah, definitely. I will most, I wouldn't say for sure I'll be here for life, but the way it is right now, most definitely. I have, I have necessarily no desire to live back home in Sweden, though I love Sweden and, and my friends and families that I have there. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty American to put it that way. You know, my wife's from Ohio. We got two young daughters. Um, my oldest about to start school here in like a year or so and bought a house in Charlotte. So I don't see myself going anytime soon. We're, we're building a uh, real estate portfolio as well. My wife and I, uh, we're actually just finished building a cabin, um, in the North Carolina mountains. It's going to be an Airbnb short-term rental. So oh, wow. anyone wanting to go to the mountains and, and chill, I'll have a cabin here pretty soon. Um, but yeah, my life is, is here to put it that way. Uh, I've been here so long now, as you said, so. Uh, my next step is really just getting a citizenship, which is next on the agenda. But yeah, I'll, I'll most likely be here for for life. That's cool. Yeah, and I will take you up on that vacation offer. Um, you let me know when it's ready because that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, go check it out. It's uh, it's the Swedish host on Instagram. You can see the build process and stuff. Oh, I'm nice. Just it now. Yeah, go check that. Yeah, well, I'll check it out. So when you look back, and let's say when you're I don't even know what it looks like riding amateur in Sweden. Um, you, obviously, you had big dreams for your racing, but man, you go back 20 years now. Did you ever think that you'd be where you are in life? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so like growing up in Sweden, it's we're only like nine, nine million people in Sweden, that whole country. So it's very small. Um, and uh, motocross is very small as well. And most people went to Europe to race um, rather than going here. There was, there's been a few guys um, that have came here and raced a few races here and there. Uh, but yeah, growing up, it was just a family thing. Uh, I never even thought I would be a pro. I never even thought about that. You know, growing up on the countryside in Sweden, just riding on the fields and some local tracks just you know once a week maybe during the summer. So uh, I have two older brothers. It was just a fun thing and one thing led to to the other, and then I got better. And I won the Swedish Championship in Sweden uh, in the 250 class in 2010. And even doing that, like, I wasn't making any money. There's just no money in it. And uh, it was a semi-random thing for me coming here. Uh, we actually had a some talks with a Suzuki team in Europe at that time because I'd raced a couple European championships and done well. Um, but uh, my, my current coach at that time, uh, asked me like, Hey, would you want to go to America? And at that point I was like, heck yeah, let's go there. So, but no, to answer your question fully, I, I never, um, never expected to, uh, to do this for as long as I have and, and make a living doing it. Uh, even when I came here, I never really expected to make a living it. I just rode because I loved it. And it's probably why I'm still racing because I really just love dirt bikes. Perfect. 
perfect answer. And on, honestly, there's a whole podcast in that that we should probably do a part two on because coming from Sweden to here, like that, there's a whole journey that I've, I think needs to be told because that's such a cool yeah. story. So let's do it one day. We'll do that. Down Maybe the we should do a video one at that time, like like a full legit video podcast. We're gonna all set up with our equipment. Man, you're big on the video, aren't you? I don't know. People like videos. People true. like this too. I do. Like I said before we started, I do like podcasts. I think it's a really neat thing, and it's I like listening to it. So, what? Yeah, but you can see emotions and expressions more on a video. So that's cool too. Yeah, that would be cool because then you can like kind of tell your story, and people can see your face as you're telling it because it's it's your life story, and it's cool, and you you made it. That's cool. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, dude. Look, look, you're super nice. I'm going to be try to be even nicer if that's possible. We're going to out-nice each other. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> hey, there's there's no harm in being out, trying to out-nice out anyone, I would say. So that's that's a pretty good thing to do. And we we have talked off air, but there are some plans for an Ironman meetup. So we'll just leave people yeah. guessing what that is. But oh, we, yeah. we got something cool coming for Ironman. So we're throwing out the hook to everyone for everyone to get get uh, uh, wondering what's going on. Yeah, they'll be in. Now we got to make it happen. That was my point. Like you have, yeah. no, you have to do it now. <laughs> now, but, now we've spoken about it. Yeah, now we really have to do it. But all right, let's do it. As much as you might not want to do it, we're doing it. So <laughs> okay, all right, yeah. all right. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for your time, man. Thanks for doing this, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk to each other soon. Yeah, thank you, Troy. I, I appreciate it, and uh, keep it keep it going. We will. Thanks, Brady. Right. Thank you. Take care. See ya. All right, bye. Fast Freddy's awesome. There were some times in that interview where I knew that I confused him just with my interviewing. I don't know, I think you call it skills. My interview process is a little strange, and I. I think everyone's enjoying it. I mean, do you want to hear the same thing over and over? If you're coming to a writer interview, like we're, we're verb, we do stuff different. Like we can ask you about your day at Southwick, but then we'll ask you, you know, what your favorite brand of chicken tender is or something. I don't know. I just made that up, but seriously, like we do different things and I caught Freddie off guard and I'm going to out nice him and I'm just going to be, way more nicer than he is because he's honestly really is the nicest dude I've ever ever talked to in the sport he uh he responds quickly to texts he sends me smiley faces and it's just he just makes you feel good talking to him so that's my buddy Freddie up next we have the Bloxham Construction Squad Update featuring Ashton Bloxham and on Twitter we'll get into that in the interview on Twitter last week someone was like who is Ashton Bloxham and I'm like I got you, bro, and I put a link up to a story I'd done on him, and uh, let's let's just hear a little more from Ash Dog. He's been on the squad for about three years now, and uh, I just love having him on there. He's a good dude. He's funny. He's got a good personality, so enjoy. On the phone for the first ever squad update. Today, it's brought to you by Bloxham Construction. It's going to be the only week it's brought to you by Bloxham Construction. Unless uh, Bloxham Construction wants to, to sponsor the podcast, but I don't see that happening. Up first... No, it's just this week. <laughs> just this week? Okay. Up first, yeah. we have Ashton Bloxham, one of my squad athletes. What's up? 
It's happening, man. Ashton. Um, shout out that guy on Twitter. He didn't know who I was. So that, that's me. Yeah. Yeah, that was rough. But, you know, I was ready with the comeback. Like, I already told you who he was. You were. You ready. I appreciated that. Yeah, I was. I, I, I like this tweet, though. Well, at least now he knows. Yeah, he knows. He knows. Sure, he's definitely stalking me after that. Exactly. Did he hit the follow button? No, he didn't hit the follow button. Probably hit the block button, honestly. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you know how that is. I, I think you've blocked me before, so, you know, it happens. Yeah, I block, block people all the time, man. Yeah. Just I, a... I pay for this phone, so <laughs> do what I want on it. <laughs> man, so this is kind of a cool story because, like, we joke about the guy on Twitter, but... Really, not a lot of people know your name, and I, I have written about you. You've been on my squad for three years now. I think next month makes a three-year anniversary. But um, you've you've had some some injuries over the past couple of years in the last half of your amateur career. So, um, kind of give like a quick overview of of what you've had to go through. Let's say like 2017 to now, like just kind of cliff note it. Yeah. Um... So I've always been a smaller guy, you know, so I rode little bikes as far as I could. So I aged out completely and then hopped on 250s and I always had shoulder injuries lingering through many bikes. And as soon as I got on the 250s, it just shoulder injury after shoulder injury and surgery after surgery. And I've racked up five shoulder surgeries now, three reconstructions of them. And the reconstructions take right around a year or so. Mix that in with a two and a half year uh, hiatus of not riding and puts us here right now. But, you know, we're giving it another go. Yeah, so so this year, kind of go into why you decided to race the Nationals. I know it's probably always been a dream of yours, but you were, you were rehabbing really, really uh, hard to get to the first round this year. So kind of go into why you're doing it. Uh, man, racing the Nationals, because, yeah, like you said, it's always been a dream of mine. And uh, 21, towards the end of the summer, um, did Loretta's and then wanted to do the last few, but got COVID, so I couldn't make it. And then hurt my shoulder again and uh, had surgery on that. Then had a little couple problems with surgery and extended my recovery time to around 13, 14 months. And landed me early this year and... National started in May, and I had nothing better to do this summer, honestly, than uh, go to them and may as well go to them and learn and just see what happens. So that's what I'm doing now. Um, learning every weekend, getting better. Yeah, so so this summer you had uh, you started off at the uh, Grindstone Compound for, for training, didn't you? Didn't you go out there for a couple of weeks? I did. I went out. I met Carrie uh, back in 2018, and I always kind of followed them and seen them when they came to Texas for the Loretta's camp and I decided before the first national I'd have to California and work with her for a month and uh, that was awesome she's helped me a lot and uh, we're continuing to work together throughout the summer uh, on and off the bike and uh, yeah nothing but good things to say about her and her husband and they've welcomed me with open arms and have been awesome the whole time and you started off driving you drove out there you did the first two rounds driving, and then now you're flying. I did the first three rounds. First, first three first rounds three? driving. Yeah, so I went out, went to Paula, Hangtown, Colorado, 
um, that was, it's a lot I found out and uh, had the opportunity to have Rock River take my bikes to the remaining rounds and we uh, jumped on that so that I could focus on training during the week because I'm obviously, I'm playing catch up a little bit so every every lap on the bike matters so decided to go that route and just fly out and um, that's what I'm going to do for the rest of summer. Yeah, now you're parked by them and I do remember myself you know, saying like, hey man, why don't you uh, hit up Rock River and see if they will take your bikes? So did any of that have to do with me at all? Uh, I'm going to go with no, but you know, okay. you can take credit for it if you want. It was more so just my dad um, seeing how tired I was from driving and you know, just him reaching out to them and making it happen. So but yeah, we can give you credit, you know, planting the idea. Well, you know, that's that's just how it works with me. It's It's like... Yeah, you know, it's like yeah, you can take credit, but you didn't actually do it. It was it was Top Dog. That's your dad's uh, dog name. Yeah, Top Dog came up with it, but uh, Troy Dog planted the seed. <laughs> Man, I was hoping you would drive just to, to all of them because I, you know, I just I knew you could do it, but I could do it for sure. Yeah. But um, I was, my, you know, my dad told me he's willing to to do that for me, so. It's just what we're going to do. You could have stayed at our house again, you know. I can still stay at your house. What's stopping me from doing that? Uh, nothing. It's open door. You can again. come over whenever you want. It's just... I, I, I figured you weren't willing to pick me up or something. I had to drive. Oh. I mean, I could if you fly into uh, to CVG right there, but I might get lost. But, That's okay. Yeah. And also, there's a four and a two-year-old that um, you might... Well, no, it's not going to be a most relaxing stay. I will say that. I like kids. I know. You've, you've actually met mine and hung out with them. but I have. They're, they're all right. They're, they're all right. pretty cool. They're all right. Yeah, they're all right. They're, they're pretty all right. cool. All right, so you made the the show at Thunder Valley. Um, That had to feel like a win for you after everything you've been through. Yeah, that was awesome because previous two weekends I went to the LCQ and Good to stay off the ground there, so got straight in uh, at Colorado through the qualifying. So that was awesome. Just got to chill, relax, stream motors, and get ready. But yeah, it was an awesome feeling. Um, achieving a childhood uh, dream, I guess you could say, of mine, of just getting the lineup with the 40 best there was in the country. So there was that weekend, I guess. Yeah, the stars yeah. all aligned. Your family was there. Your girlfriend was there. What were they? Th- what were they thinking that weekend? Uh, they were crying a lot. Uh, I don't know why they were crying, but, you know, they were crying. They are all pumped. Every, I'd say everyone was probably uh, more stoked than I even was. So that was cool. But, yeah, my family's been at every round, and uh, my girlfriend has too. So it's fun every weekend, regardless of the outcome, you know. That is cool. I didn't realize that they were all there every weekend supporting you. Like, that's cool. Oh, dude. Full crew every weekend pulling up. Wow. Uh, minus my sister, though. She's finishing stuff in college. But she was there in Colorado. So she says that's the reason uh, it went so well. Yeah. Like, maybe you should bring her out for, uh, where are we at, Millville this weekend? Yeah. She's yeah. going to all the rounds in August. So that would be cool. Nice. And uh, a little birdie told me that I will be at Ironman. So. Really? I was expecting your red bed to be went there. So. Didn't I tell you? 
No, I was never informed. We were all like, we're showing. Just didn't, didn't show up. No, no. I, I thought I informed everybody. No, not me. It's okay, though. I figured it out. Well, you didn't ask. Yeah, I know. I didn't. I just assumed. No, I just assumed. That's I just, my bad. I just live at Redbud and go. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you you and uh, Ginger were posting like crazy leading up to it, so I just figured uh, that was the plan. Yeah. It was kind of like a, hey, we'll miss it this year, but, uh, like, last year was awesome. Kind of stay relevant kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I will be at Iron Man, so uh, that'll be that'll go well for you, I think. Awesome. It will. Last one, go out with a bang. So, awesome. So that was my deal. Like, like, obviously, Thunder Valley, you got in, and the rest of the rounds have been, you know, you've had some crashes and just some bad luck not getting into the mains. Um you are in for the rest of them, though, right? No I am what? in for the rest of them, yeah. So, got in Colorado. High Point was a mud fest. Um, almost was in LCQ in that one, too. Just, you know, I've been falling all summer, just trying to make something happen. But I uh, clean that up. Um, I'm usually, I've been about a second and a half out of qualifying straight in every weekend. So, if I can clean up. Clean up the crashes and just find a little more speed here and there. It should be good the rest of the summer, but um, still having fun, learning every weekend. Um, still enjoyable, even when I feel like it's not. Sundays I look back and um, I realize I had a good time. So, yeah, but it should be good the rest of the run. Well, what has been the roughest transition into racing again, and especially at the pro level like this? Um, the roughest transition for me is I'm really, I wouldn't say I'm ever the fastest dude in practice. Just, I don't know, something in my head that I can't, I can't push myself that much when a gate doesn't drop. So I have that factor factored into going to all these new tracks and you get one lap and the second lap has to be second, third, and fourth lap has to be the fastest lap you're ever really going to throw down on that uh, track you've never been to with the national prep and uh, national jumps and it's a completely different scene but that right there just learning a new track and immediately sending it is it's a whole new experience and it's difficult for sure because one little mistake and that lap's done um, so that for me has been the, the biggest obstacle for me so far because second session once I've gotten the track down I feel like I ride pretty good it's just it's a lot harder to get that time, second time out. And you were in A practice this week, you know. I was. I was in A, a practice at a High Point and Southwick. Um, the two you really didn't want to be in A practice, honestly. <laughs> mud, mud Fest at High Point and uh, Southwick, I feel like, speaks for itself. That second lap of B practice pretty sick. So, But it's all good. Uh, a practice is where I feel I belong and should be in the future, so. May as well get used to it. Yeah, what what has been, um, I guess, just going into to a practice scenario like that where it's timed, um, it's new for you. I mean, it's new for probably a lot of guys, but it, unless you're out there doing it and you can just watch it on TV, and it's totally different. So what's that, what's that like out there when you have to put a fast lap down immediately? Uh, it's pretty crazy. Like at the first two, first two rounds for me, I I would get so nervous that by I mean after my first one, I'm barely able to breathe and my heart rate spiked up and 
it's so much pressure on you because all the time, effort, money spent to get there comes down to just a few laps. So um, I feel like I've gained my composure a little more at these uh, last few ones and just try to put my head down and get after it. But it's it's way different than just watching at home because the prep is unreal and just everything about it. There's all the fans and qualifying too, and there's just a lot going on. You just got to make something happen, so... Um, yeah, it's a lot, but it's fun too at the same time when you when you get it done. So, and the two hundred and fifty class is deep; it always is. But now it's like you show up any given weekend, and there's like the, the entries are maxed out. So you have to, you have to like even Southwick this weekend. The times were so close together. It, yeah, it, I think there's been ninety two of us the last three rounds, or close to it at least. So. It's pretty crazy because in qualifying too, you uh, start practice and there's not even a gate trip one in each session. It's like a war zone. It's a bloodbath. Yeah, it is, it is a war zone. Just getting up there. There's like, I think four factory guys that didn't have a gate that was waiting behind us this weekend. That's insane. And then everyone's getting in everyone's way too. Oh yeah, the cluster. She only got five minutes to do as many starts <laughs> possible and uh, work on something. So. Yeah, it's it. You know, the greats there too, so everyone wants to take advantage of that. Cause not everyone has a great during the week, so yeah, it's pretty wild, honestly. And I, I don't, I didn't really have this question, but it's, it's kind of a cool thought. And I don't want to to blow him too much because he's our buddy, Hard Dog. He he's over at the Rock River Tent, you know. And you guys have known each other since you were ten. What's it like? Yeah. What's it like pitting next to each other as pros? Like that's cool. Uh, it is really cool. I didn't get to experience it at Red because he was overseas doing his thing. But this last weekend he was there, and uh, it's pretty awesome because, you know, we don't have to walk to see each other. We're just – we make eye contact with each other. We don't even got to talk. We just know what's going on. We can just look over at each other and communicate. So that's pretty cool. Got him in my corner if I have any questions. So, yeah, it's nice. You know, one of the best parts, honestly, is – and use the restroom on the rig now and go to the porta potty. That is true. Yeah, and the first two rounds you were parked probably very far away from the track. So, um, um the first, let's see, the first four. No, Paula, I was kind of close. Hangtown, Paula and Hangtown weren't too bad. Colorado and High Point was, uh, Probably close to three quarters of a mile hike just to the starting gate, so those were rough. But I got in late the night before, so I didn't feel like getting up early and waiting for privateer parking because, dude, that's that's a whole other nightmare in itself. Just Friday morning, getting yeah. the privateers, and I don't know, I don't know how hard it is to just park people, but above my uh, pay grade, I guess. And I I don't know if I, I probably asked you this before, but have you ever ridden any of these national tracks? I have not. I rode, so, I rode Paula a long time ago on mini bikes, and I rode Hangtown a while back on mini bikes, but the tracks have changed so much since then, and then I got to ride Paula twice before the National, but I didn't, they completely changed the track, and they add, a, like, a whole nother half to it, but other than that, I rode Millville, um, at a regional, uh, in 250s, but you don't do the big hill, and it cut off quite a bit, so really just Millville, to be honest with you. Mm. Um, but you 
you don't get to do the pro section, obviously, but yeah, those three, but the closest, the track of state is it at Millville, so, but the rest of them, just going in blind, lap two, sending it on the green flag. <laughs> a good time. Is there one on, that's left that you're really looking forward to? Uh, I've always wanted to race with Hugo. I mean, you talk to people and they're like, oh, that one sucks because of the, the shape. I just think it looks so, so pretty and, yeah. um. It looks exciting to race with all the big trees. But that one, uh, Unadilla, I'm excited to, to go to because I'm a mechanic for Grant there, but I never I never saw the track. I just saw right in front of the mechanics area in Ironman. I've always wanted to race there. I don't know much about Buds, but nothing too exciting or intriguing for me there. But I'd say it was Shugel. I had the most exciting one for me personally. That does, it's just so picturesque. I've never been there. I'd, I'd love to go. Yeah, exactly. Just for the aesthetic, dude. It just looks yeah. so sick. Hey, I'm curious. What what did you write on the pit board when you were his mechanic? Um, uh, let's see. So qualifying wasn't best. We actually had to go to the LCQ. I had nothing for him to qualify. I just put his time down. Honestly, probably why he didn't get in. But then... Um, <laughs> Uh, his dad paid for me to go out there, and I knew if he did not get in, it would be blamed on my mechanic skills. So, mm. uh, first lap, he whole shot it. I said, let's go. And then on with two laps to go, I said, throw a whip over the table. Nice. Um, then on the last one, I just put thank you to save the the reaming from his dad. But then uh, during the motos, I really didn't have any info for him, but – I was right next to Tomac's mechanic, so about halfway through, I just started copying what he said. If he said half, I said half. He said 10 minutes to go. I said 10 minutes to go. Uh, if he had, like, a a breathe or a smooth out, I'd put the same thing. Just, you know, I figured they have guys watching, so they have a little knowledge behind what they write other than me just putting 20 seconds or whatever place we were in. So just kind of started copying his mechanic. Worked out. Yeah, I mean, you don't have a, a headset on or anything, so or probably not even a fanny pack at that, at that moment. No, I did not. I had a uh, jug for fuel to fill up after the side lap. I had a marker and a pit board. And then at uh, Unadilla, Canucks area kind of looks like it's on the top of the hill, but you can't see nothing past that straightaway. So the only part of the track I get to see is them just zooming by real quick, and you can kind of see their heads pop up over the finish. So nothing to go off of. Um, other than that straightaway. So you're just kind of sitting there blind. That's crazy. You're just a man of many, many talents. Yeah, being the mechanic at the Outdoor National is not the move. I feel for them now. I feel for my dad. Um, you know, they have to sit there, not being able to watch. I had a crazy... Not a, fun, not a fun job. I had a crazy idea the other day, and I just realized I don't want to do it. But I, my goal is to do that. Like, go and run a pit board for somebody. And I'm like, well, maybe maybe an Ironman National let me do it, but... Yeah, you should, dude. You, we get two mechanics fans a weekend. Hmm. So we get you a mechanics fan, and you can go under there to pit board and just do your thing. I was gonna, My dad would honestly be stoked. Well, I'm not very good, so if something happens on the bike, I'm not going to be able to fix it. That's okay. I, uh, my dad's knowledge is much more than mine, so I can help you fix it if we need it. Okay, and also... You can't, can't plan for negativity like that. No, I, I don't want to, but I also need to vlog it. So I don't, okay. know, I don't know if that's possible. I have to figure this yeah, out. Yeah, we can vlog it. Like, I just pull in, you hold the camera, I'll, I'll get the 8 mil out. 
Honestly, if it if it requires more than a eight mil or ten mil T handle, mm-hmm. we're probably screwed anyway. So that's true. We might do this. I, I might just like one moto, because we can make it happen. That would be. I think that'd be insane. I, that would be like that would fulfill one of my bucket list things. I don't think I have anything else yeah. to accomplish really. And Iron Man, you can see quite a bit from the mechanics area, so that would be a good one to do it at. That's a good idea. Yeah, we should make it happen. Okay, we'll talk about it. Okay. We'll get people, yeah, good. we'll get people to vote on it. Maybe that would be pretty funny. I think. Just yeah. I get the shades. I get the fanny pack. I have snacks in it. Um, I don't even know. That'd what be else. sick. Yeah. You like toss a cheese it to me as I'm going by. Just just throw it at you. Just throw yeah, a bag just of throw cheese. It. it doesn't matter if it hits. <laughs> it could just hit me. Bounce off the helmet. My luck is I'd hit somebody with a pit board on accident. While throwing the cheese it? No, just like I'm holding it out like, hey, I'm uh, looking at you. I'm holding yeah. this out like, like breathe, breathe, breathe. And then I just hit like hammocker on accident or something. I don't know. Yeah, man, it's after good, dude. But if you hit anyone else, I would, wouldn't really care to be honest with you. It'd be <laughs> kind of funny. Just, yeah, just don't hit Seth. Yeah, don't hit Seth. He's a good guy. That's what I heard. All right, so you get through the season. What's next? Are you? Do you know yet? Do you want to try some Supercross, or are you retiring? What are we doing? I'm not retiring, but that's um, good. Um, I know I'll be working. You know, making some money, helping my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, probably hit some some money races here and there. Try to make some cash on the side, and then. Um, we'll see where we're at with the whole Supercross thing. Um, Carrie, uh, wants me to definitely give it a go. Um, if I'm feeling good on the bike and feeling strong, confident, uh, I don't see why not trying it, but, uh, we'll just have to see, honestly. Yeah, I mean, and if, also, if, you know, if it, if you don't want to do it, just be an outdoor only guy. Yeah, that's the, hey, that's the plan right now. Outdoors only. Every summer it rolls around. Yeah, I'm gonna just be the guy who's ready to suffer. That's gonna be me. You like to suffer. You told me I that. do like suffering. <laughs> you do. I feel it, like all humans do. You just have to find it deep down. I, I mean, I I don't really like to. I like to be comfortable. So maybe that's why I yes. do what I do. But that's fair. But I'm also, like, yeah. 10 years older than you. So, like, when you get to a certain age, it's just like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, you have that dad life going on, too, so. Yeah, yeah dad, dad life. You suffer enough. Exactly. You know, yeah. you, you, you know, you can tell people that all the time. Like, dad life is, is suffering enough. Yeah, see, but you had the kid, so it's like your, um, your, your human self telling you you like to suffer in a way because you wanted kids. That's a really good point. See, so I feel like we all like to suffer in a way. Yeah, we've come full circle with that. Yep. Yeah. We do. Well, okay, so we've learned a lot. Uh, I'm probably going to be your mechanic for a moto, and uh, I'll put the chesty on. Maybe if we can film down there, that'd be sweet. But That'd be sick. It would be. I, I don't know if that's allowed, so I have to... I don't want to get anybody in trouble. There's There's been some, some new uh, rules put in place because we've... Uh, not followed the rules so far this summer so can you not film down there i don't know but i don't i want to make sure so i don't get like you know wes in trouble i'll get slaw in trouble but not wes i don't want to get 
Wes. Yeah, Wes is a good dude. I don't know, I don't know Slaw, but I just don't like his name, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm in trouble. I love how nobody even likes him. Like, I, everybody I bring no. him up to, they're like, ugh. I can't believe people even like his tweets, to be honest, because yeah. I don't even know who he is. I don't either, and I've worked with him for three years. He's literally just like a little wiener on your screen, just pops up. <laughs> He, he is a little wiener, that's for sure. <laughs> he is a little wiener, dude. Yeah. He's like, maybe I should get my own athletes, and it's like, no, nobody wants to run your wiener, dude. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who who he could get. Um, no one. Nobody, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's out. He tried to poach some of you guys, and I said no. no. Yeah, he, he didn't reach out to me. He but, knew I was loyal. Yeah, but even if he did, like, what would your answer be? No. Yeah. All right. I don't, I don't even know him like that. Yeah. Yeah. They they don't they don't know. He doesn't know what it takes to to run a squad. Like he has not. No, there. he has not a clue, dude. No. You have to let people you don't know stay in your house, buy them Chipotle, just you know, kind of hang out for the night, and then you guys get dunking the next day and leave. Yeah, see, with him, we'd get, like, um, wiener schnitzel and, like, some crappy oatmeal for breakfast. Yeah. Wouldn't be as good if I stay in a tent. Yeah, tent. Yep, yep, we got a spare room at the house, so just make sure you guys are comfortable. Yep. Yep. But, hey, man, thanks for uh, telling the story a little bit. I'm, I'm very excited for the next five rounds because I'm, I'm 100% sure you're getting into every show. Right out of yep. practice. Yep, and, uh, that's the plan. Um, you know, my goal is for you to, to get some points. That's my goal, dude. Iron Man, if you're my mechanic, I'll, I'll make points happen. We can get at least one. Yeah, yeah, we will. Yeah, we'll make it. The last moto of the year, just go the bang. We'll make it happen. We will. We'll make it happen, man. Well, thanks for your time on here. Thanks for uh, for everything you do. You run the. You know, the logo on your helmets and your jersey. So I think that's pretty cool. And, uh... Hey, you're welcome. Yeah. Just thanks for, uh, being so cool over the past three years. It's been fun working with you. It's been a blast, man. You too. Thanks for everything. <laughs> yeah, dude. Talk soon. Talk soon. Later, man. Right. See ya. Later. All right. That'll do it for this week's Squad Pod. I want to thank Freddie Norin, Ashton Bloxham, Bloxham Construction, of course, I want to thank Guts Racing, gutsracing.com. Use the code VERB20 to save. Thanks to those guys for all their help and support. I want to thank my sons, Bub Dog and Duke Dog, just because we're going to have a really good time at the beach coming up, and I can't wait. Looking forward to it. I guess I'll thank Ginger Dog because she keeps my life going, and uh, yeah, I just um, she tried to cancel me on Twitter last week, and I'm still upset about it, but... Thank you, Ginger Dog, for all that you do. You're a wonderful wife. And uh, thanks to you. Thanks to you people out there for listening. These shows are growing, and it's all because of you. So uh, keep listening. Tell your friends. Tell your family. And uh, thanks. Follow me on social media, too, at Troy Dog Verb. I'll talk soon. See ya.